Sharon White Vaughn is an expert in Synergy Wellness. Synergy Wellness is the synchronization of thoughts, emotions, behaviors, and spirituality. It is the culmination of Sharon's education, personal journey, and her experiences with people from all walks of life. She has helped countless individuals improve their lives with the Synergy Method for optimal health, fitness, and wellness, mind, body, and spirit. She is a trainer, coach, counselor, and an interfaith minister, but not a saint. And now here's Sharon. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate this opportunity to share and teach Synergy Wellness. This practice that I designed is how I completely changed my life for the better. My hope and my goal is to leave you with what I call golden nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom that you can utilize and implement into your life today and see results immediately. So let's get started. Today, I want to share about the value of rituals. Rituals are typically associated with religion and some type of a church or a temple or an ashram, right? You know what I mean. Although I happen to be an ordained interfaith minister, which I will discuss in a future podcast, I am not a saint. I don't often visit houses of worship unless they're empty. Again, another story for another day. Back to rituals. Rituals can be defined as a series of actions or types of behavior that you practice on a regular basis. For example, my visits with my elderly neighbor became a ritual. Rituals are actually habits. Habits for an intended purpose or for a particular outcome. Creating rituals or habits with the intention to heal or to get stronger in some way is an extremely powerful practice. Ritualistic behaviors, these habits, they can help you overcome things like trauma, depression, anxiety, body dysmorphia, addiction, and even symptoms of schizophrenia. Rituals have the power to improve relationships, improve careers, living situations, dysfunctional family issues, and even educational endeavors. Forming habits to overcome grief and even generational traumas of entire cultures are miraculously transformational. My father was an abusive alcoholic, physically, mentally, and emotionally. He wreaked havoc on my mom, me, and my five siblings. Some of us never really healed from the abusiveness that we grew up in. And three of my siblings have died due to what I believe were unresolved issues from the ill effects of my dad's abuses. One of my vivid early childhood memories was when I was like three or four. I remember playing with this toy on the living room floor. I was all by myself. I heard my mom, she was in the kitchen and she was calling and her voice sounded like scared or uh, distressed, I'll say, but she was hollering, call grandpop, call grandpop. So I instantly jumped up and I ran into the kitchen and I see my dad with his hands clenched around her neck. He had her jacked up against the wall in a stranglehold. 
I instinctively climbed up to stand on the kitchen chair, you know, so I could reach the phone. Um, because in those days, everyone's phones were mounted up on the kitchen wall with like this short spirally cord. Anyway, I'd certainly watched people use the phone often enough at that age, but I knew you had to pick it up off the silver cradle thing, hold the top part to your ear and the bottom round part to your mouth and speak into it. But I had no idea, no knowledge of phone numbers or how to correctly dial the phone to call my grandpa. My heart was pounding. I remember being really scared and um, I saw the fear in my mother's eyes. I was feeling completely helpless. And there she was looking at me and I was looking at her and she had fear in her eyes. I had fear in my heart and I didn't know what to do. And so I jumped off the chair and I ran as quick as I could upstairs. My sister was up there and I was like, you got to call grandpa. You got to call grandpa. And so um, anyway, I wasn't able to help my mother, but my sister was able to make that phone call. Lots of terrible things happened after that. And uh, some of those terrible things lasted decades after our father finally left our family. In fact, he took off shortly thereafter. My dad abandoned us all. He left my mom with six children. Each of us were like a year apart or something, um, starting with my baby brother. And this was back in the 60s, and we have never heard from my dad again. So we went on to become the poor family in the neighborhood. Um, from that point on, my mom was a single mom raising six kids no job, very little job skills. Um, in a more recent conversation, my mom even told me that back then, women weren't even allowed to apply for credit cards. Anyway, substance abuse became my norm by the time I reached sixth or seventh grade. I was so certain I was not going to become an alcoholic like my dad. So instead, I became a druggie. Doing drugs is a lot like Pandora's box. So many bad things happen when you open yourself up to that world. But like in Pandora's box, there was also hope. Rituals are like hope. As an adult, on my quest to heal from the traumas I endured while growing up, I created rituals to disconnect myself from my past. Not the good stuff that happened in my past, but the the hard stuff, the traumas. I created so many rituals through my life that I don't remember them all, but there's one in particular that was so powerful and so instrumental in my healing process that I want to share that with you now. So here it is, a golden nugget of wellness wisdom for you. You can disconnect from your past and liberate yourself from that which binds you. Is there some area in your life that you want to improve? Is there something that you need to let go of? Some past hurtful experience or series of events that seem to hold you back from flourishing today? A relationship, a bad habit, your negative family history? I think of it as a, a metaphoric ball and chain that just seems to drag you down day after week, after month, after year. I love so many things about wellness rituals and what I truly appreciate about them is that I get to make them up and so do you. 
you can create a ritual to heal your past. Although I will tell you how I did it, it's only one of an infinite number of ways that you can heal. I suggest that once you create a ritual for yourself, allow yourself to fine tune it, but don't spend too much time trying to get it right. The intention of your ritual always outweighs the practice. So this is what I did to break away from the negative and abusive information that was downloaded into my mind. It was downloaded into my brain, into the cells of my body from when I was a kid. So first, begin by sitting comfortably someplace, anywhere you choose, anywhere that you'll be left alone undisturbed. Visualize or think about what it is that you want to let go of. Although we are connected to our families, we don't have to remain connected to the drama, to the story, or that negative history. So now just picture yourself in relation to that which binds you. Like a ball and chain, you are on one side and the heaviness is on the other side. And between you and it is a series of chain links. See the thing that you're currently bound to. Make it clear with as many details as you possibly can. Okay, get that image. Next, begin to notice the weight and the texture of the chain between you and it, whatever it is that's binding you. Look closely at the links along the chain and bring your focus to just one link in particular. Maybe the one at your ankle or wherever it's connected to you. Look for a link that seems like it just might pry open more easily than the others. Maybe you can imagine a crack in one of those links. Now gather up as much mental strength as you possibly can and imagine that you're prying that one link apart with the power of your mind. Notice your entire body working to disconnect you from that negative past. See and feel your strength. Keep your focus on the link as it begins to slowly or maybe it quickly opens up, but watch it. Watch it as it finally releases from you, leaving all of that heaviness or darkness just laying there on the floor. It is powerless. It's a hunk of metal. It's junk, rusty metal, garbage for the dump. You were the one that was carrying that heaviness around unnecessarily. And it's time to allow for thoughts and feelings of freedom to fill the spaces within your mind and your body, which once held that tightness and it once held that heaviness of that chain. With that link finally opened, you can move more freely, unencumbered by the past. You are liberated and free to choose. You are free to create the life that you want, the life that you deserve. Nobody is bad or wrong, not you, not him, not her or them or it. We are all here to do our soul's true work. 
the core of our being is longing to be healthy, is longing to be loved and to be happy on every level. So I urge you, please, if this is helpful to you, or maybe you can pass it on to somebody else, to practice this ritual as regularly as you need to. And for any life situation that leaves you feeling stuck or bound, you are free. You always have the power to free yourself. Your mind is your best tool to sharpen. And rituals help strengthen your mind, your body, and your soul. Stay blessed. Thank you again for tuning in. I am available by email, Sharon at whitefawnwellness.com. And you could also go visit my Facebook page, White Fawn Wellness. Have a great day.